to the RunnerX podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the RunnerX podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline. And as we said last week, uh, we're going to be talking this week about what is the best drill. So, um, Val, what is the best drill that I, I mean, if I could just do one drill, what would it be? I love that question. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> There's a thousand. I'm just teasing. The, the, honestly, the best drill you could ever do for yourself is just a single pose fall pull. Right. You know, I mean, to be honest, to, and then we want to ask you back, you know, like I always tell this to people, if there was one best drill, don't you think that yeah, that's, that's <laughs> where I would have stopped in my video making? It's really funny. So just a really quick background. When I first started learning about Pose Method, I was still very much an aerobics instructor. And so, you know, I had spent years developing choreography, you know, for my aerobics classes. And so when I met Dr. Romanoff, before I'd met him, by the way, I had bought the book and the video. Okay. So I had memorized the drills. And the video was on a DVD or CD at that time or something? Back then it was on a VCR. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm talking the 90s. Yeah. So anyway, so I had memorized the drills. And as an aerobics instructor, I was just like so blown away. Like, this is great because I can teach drills. And it's going to be like a class, like a group fitness class. Like we're going to do these drills and then everyone will just go out and go running. Well, here's the challenge. My perception wasn't quite there. My drills were really good. <laughs> My copying of his drills. However, I hadn't yet really understood what was pulling versus pushing and also um, the perception of falling. Right. So when I met Romanoff, he was like, okay, you got it wrong. Like, I don't want you to be good at drills. I want you to be good at running. Okay. And the drills are simply to help you perceive what running feels like and to just develop some muscle elasticity, but it's not about how good at drills can I be. Okay. So when we bring people in for the first three weeks, um, we don't let them run. We ask them to stay just for three weeks within what we're teaching you within the drills to relearn the muscle, the movement of running. Um, and so do you think that what happens is they get uh, complacent or I'm, this feels good, I'm not injured anymore, I can do my drills and so I don't want to get out of it? Are they, is it a fear thing? No, no, no. I, I guess my point is well, there's not a best drill. Right. Is so like as you continue in the practice, you know, I give you a range of drills because everyone connects differently with movement. Oh, that makes sense. Right. And, but ultimately the ball of hop is the foundation of your run. Right. So, so some people want to do the ball foot hops, other people want to try the pony, some people want to do... Right, but as long as you're getting some muscle, muscle elasticity, elasticity right. is the point. But here's okay. the thing, and, and I want you guys to hear this. When Caroline says we don't let you run, just be very careful with that thought, because the whole point of this is learning to run. Right. So when she says that, we need to alter it to say, we take out your distance running. Distance running, so right. So please, please realize, you are going to run. It's just a different way of running. So well, you're going to take your take instead of running run. instead of taking instead of running three to five miles, you're going to spend say 20 to 40 minutes doing a combination of a skill drill with a practice interval. And the interval can be like the length of your driveway. It can be like 10 or 20 meters. But you're going to repeat that, and you're going to reset, and you're going to think about it. So instead of running a mile, you're going to run 10 sets of 10 meters. 
And in that running, what you're doing is you're developing muscle tendon elasticity, cardiovascular strength, but most of all, it's perception and the ability to shift your body. Because you've been running one way for so long, if we just let you go out and run, say, three miles, you would just reinforce your Right, but habit. that being said, I want to make it, I want to make it really clear. That, because what, what you just said was 10 times. And so it's now that you've said that, and this is what happens in the group all the time, because she says very clearly, three to 10 times. So the minimum is three, the most you should do is 10. If after, if you get to five and it's not feeling right, you've lost your perception, we want you to stop. And that's the kind of where I wanna get really clear is because in, in an effort to make you feel to feel like you're not giving up that fitness because it freaks people out, we give you that range, right? We say three to 10, but then we get the type A personalities that we all are in some way. I'm a control freak on a lot of levels, that that means I have to do 10. That means I have to push myself to 10. And we don't want that either. We want you to challenge yourself and do the three. And if that three feels good, maybe try four, maybe try five. But if you stop losing that perception, go on to the next drill are you saying or are you, what what do you what do you suggest if i or i mean take a break for a second i mean break it up if you have to my my point is that when we're in the so we just so for example we just had someone she was so excited she she came into the runner x she's been following the immersion so she hasn't run any distance at all since she started she's on week 3 and then she signed up for her local turkey trot and she ran the whole three miles, never had to stop. She right. Great. <laughs> she hadn't lost any fitness because she has spent the last three weeks basically maintaining and developing more fitness by doing the run practice. Say that again. So she didn't lose, so during those three weeks, she didn't, even though she wasn't doing her distance, she didn't lose any fitness. Mm -hmm. She just kind of modified it, right? Well, it's not even that. Well, also, it just goes into, like, what is fitness? Right, right, <laughs> right, And right. the challenge is when you're coming into us for RunRx, 99.99% of the people coming in are coming in with some kind of pain or injury. Right. That's just the reality. So it doesn't make sense for us to be like, keep running on that pain and injury. Yeah. Right? So basically, while you're recovering, we're having you redevelop your movement. And I think what people have a hard time with is, if I'm running, I don't know, let's just say three miles, right? However, I'm not running right. I'm on the ground too long. I'm not using the right muscles even. I'm, I'm really just hurting myself. Right. And we're taking that same time and having you focus on your movement and reconnect with movement. I'm telling you, it becomes how you run. Yeah. But the amount of, of actual work that you're doing is probably more than you were doing in your three-mile run. Just you mean so, cardiovascularly, yeah. yeah. Cardiovascularly, yes. Muscularly, yes. But it's correct movement. Right. And and so that, so when Caroline talks about, you know, if you get to three and you're done, please don't think that you've got to think, oh my gosh, is it that, A, one, is it that hard? That's not what we're saying. It's, you have to stay where you are. Right. And where That's you can what focus. I'm saying. So we always say to people, if you can spend five or 10 minutes with really focused practice, that's the best practice. But right. keep in mind that <laughs> this is the other thing we get you in the habit of. We have a warm-up. Yeah. We have two warm-ups that you've got to get done. And when we do this, it's helping you connect again with if you start to see that the quality of your run includes having a warm-up, includes adding a few skill drills, and then you go out and you're doing the running, you'll find that you're like, wow, people tell me all the time, I didn't realize I had no balance. I didn't realize I didn't have just base strength. 
Like we're really developing you as the whole runner. Yeah, yeah, and that's what's so important. And I guess when I say that is because when I started working with you, even in just this year, because after the pandemic I put on weight, I wasn't I wasn't doing anything really cardiovascular. I couldn't do more than three. Um, I hadn't been doing anything, so three was like almost for me. It was just I had I still have some weight, you know, weight to lose, but. I've worked now, so where if you were to send me out there to do those same drills, I could do 10 and still be able, maybe maybe at eight, I shouldn't, I, maybe eight, I'm losing my perception, but usually I can do to 10. I can, we've talked about that before. Uh, when I work out with her, we do, what, what do you call it, redlining, where you, you get your, your heart rate up and you do a series of, of exercises and running and cardio, whatever you wanna do, but the idea is to keep your heart rate up at a certain, you know, keep it up there, get it up there and keep it up there. And there was a time that it was uncomfortable. It was like very hard. I couldn't do it. I rested a lot more. Now I'm challenging myself. It's still hard. I was getting a little dizzy. So I, I'm, I got up too fast. So I got on the bike so that if I didn't fall off or whatever. But anyway, my point was, is that you have to challenge yourself. So you challenge yourself, but don't hurt yourself. That's right. what I, I want to get through to people is just because she says three to 10 doesn't mean you have to check the 10 box. That doesn't mean you're better than me who did three or five. But it also, so we'll go back to the original thing of what's the best drill. Right. It ends up being the one that you'll actually do. Oh, that's a great. <laughs> and I just think that, you know, I think when we get overwhelmed and we think we're supposed to be doing more than we should. Right. Is when we get ourselves into trouble. And I'll tell you this, guys. Here's here's a fun thing I do. So I've been now with Pose for 20, I'm starting 22 years, right? 18 years with Dr. Romanoff. And he has like his, he, he would never say he had a favorite drill, but the pony was the first drill. Mm -hmm. And all of my drills are literally variations of that pony. Yeah. You know, I didn't make up anything either. I took his foundation and I just play with it. And every day, at least once a day, well, only once a day, I usually, it's, maybe I'm outside with my dogs, maybe whatever. It's not around my workout time, but I will go outside and I will just work on a drill. And it's not to like create a new one. It's to take the same one I've been with and just, how does it feel any different? Could I just get a little bit more forward and back? And if you think about it, what happens is it's almost like a playtime, you know, instead of having the burden of, I gotta get my miles in, or yeah. I gotta get my heart rate up, or any of that. It's just a fun feel, and it could, you know, and it's fun for people. If when you start to realize, wow, I can get better at running literally by doing one little thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so much repetition. You'll have a lot more fun with your training, and everyone that's gone through our program that really follows it, and they're able to really hit their goals. They always come back and say, I think they come back and they say things like. In the beginning, I thought. Yeah, was, that's that's the running thing. It, in that's, the beginning, it, I really, you know, it was. Um, I had to make that decision to just finally follow what you said. Right. You know, they get frustrated very in that three in the three week mark. They're if they've open minded to it, they're not. They don't get frustrated. They tend to get frustrated around six weeks, right? Because they've gone through the immersion. They're trying to take it out, and they believe they should. They believe they should have progressed faster. Then then their body is ready for it. And I'm not going to say then they should because everybody's different. Some people are going to have a much more coachable, open mind to it and progress right. very quickly. Other people are going to uh, 
actually just say, no, I'm not, I, I don't believe you, or they're going to block you and <laughs> mentally is what I'm saying. But, but then you've got the other people that think that they're open-minded. We just had, I, I almost cried when I got the, um, the text from her. She posted in the group. She's been working with us. It's almost coming up on a year. And I did a mindset uh, call with her after six months because she felt she should be farther. And I was like, why? We, so we were talking about, you know, what she was going through, how she started six months before, where she was now, where she wanted to go. And what happened was she was in that, what we like to call the river of misery, where you know where, where you were and maybe you can see it. It's unclear, but you definitely, what, what, where you're going just seems so far off in the distance. And you're just going through the montage, right? You're going through all the work. Things are not firing on all cylinders. And you don't believe you'll ever get there. And all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but something shifted with her, right? And the same thing you had said countless numbers of times finally clicked. And I, and I said on the post, I said, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it's cliche, but it's true. Right. When she was ready to accept that, her mind shifted and her running shifted. And she's now like almost to the end of her journey in terms of definitely where she's at. But just letting go and and shifting in that mindset. So that's part of what I want to say. If, if if you said it right at the first, if there was a best drill, if there was a shoe, if there was a stretch, I would be selling it. I would be affiliating all over the place for it. Right? I am the I'm the queen of let's make it easy. Right? <laughs> so if there was one drill, I'd be doing it. Right? There's not. There's there's the one like you said. There's the one drill I can do, but. Today might be, that might be the pony. Tomorrow, if I challenge myself, it might be one, two, three, pause, one, two, three, pause. Right, the next first day, though, before you can get there, yeah. you have to first accept that the reason, there has to be a purpose behind the drill. Right. So each drill is, is gonna focus either on the pose, the fall, or the pull. Right. So this goes back to just, it's not gonna work unless first you understand those three elements yeah and guys I'm telling you it, the simplicity of it is amazing yeah but the connection is huge and if you think well I'm just gonna do one that seems easy or I'm just gonna or well, I don't really me. understand why I'm doing it I'm doing these funny little hops that Valerie does but I'm not sure why then I would just say at least go back into what is right what is running right and you know we have it on YouTube definitely on the reboot and, and let yourself feel what it's supposed to feel. Right. Well, it makes me think of the, um, the, the cliche gym guys that have really big arms and huge chests and little skinny legs. Mm -hmm. It's because they think bodybuilding is upper body, right? They, they don't want to do the lower body. They well, don't yeah, build and it. then the joke is they miss leg day. Yeah. Right? And that's <laughs> the thing, too. It's like um, we help you reconnect with your body as one unit. Right rather than thinking that you run with your legs. This is the mistake everyone makes. Exactly. If they run with their legs, you don't run with your legs. You actually run with your body weight, but you have to connect with it first. Yeah. Okay, guys, uh, we appreciate you, and we hope you will go over to Apple Podcast and give us a five-star uh, review. That's how Apple put, takes us up the rankings. I don't know if Spotify does. If Spotify does, please feel free to give us a five-star ranking on Spotify. I'd love that too. And uh, join us on Wednesdays, 1030 every Wednesday. Uh, Coach Valerie will answer your questions. Just email us at support at runnerx.fit. That's support at runnerx.fit. And we hope to see you there. 
Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 